tattoo artist here, Michael Manorino, and this is By Appointment Only, the tattoo podcast where we talk about tattoos, why we love them, why we hate them, and the magical, mystical relationship between a tattooer and the person that they tattoo. Now, today's special guest, we're going to really get into it. We're going to talk about some of my favorite topics ever. I'm going to say now, just so everyone, especially if you're watching this on YouTube, we are recording this podcast late as shit yeah. just so that we don't miss a week it's not even that late listen <laughs> hey gravy let me get to it my bad, my bad, our special guest here has let me know that we are already 48 minutes past his bedtime correct 48 you, strong my boy would already be like getting close to REM sleep yeah by out. this time so so here we are i'm gonna say with a great level of excitement and panache that i'm so grateful that Adam Romero is here, the legend, the surfer, the lasso company owner, the runner, the salesman, the wonderful human. Adam Romero, what's up? We're happy to have you here. Welcome to the podcast. Love it. Big accolades, big intro. I love it. Get close to the microphone. Close. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Hello, everybody. My name is Adam Romero. Michael Manorino just gave me a nice little introduction to start, but chills of the chill. Surfer, company owner, husband, writer, believer, and many more things, which we'll get into. Like what? Can you give me an example? Uh, writer. Yeah, you love to write. Reader, dreamer, inspirational-er, if that <laughs> uh, makes sense. Oh, he knows how to read. He thinks he's better than us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what any of that means, so I'm going to take it as a sign of disrespect. Okay. <laughs> Out the gate, just disrespect. Here we go. So <clears throat> I've been tattooing you for quite some time now. I think that you and I really bonded over being positive, being dudes that love the beach, being dudes that love surfing. There's a lot of things that you and I, we became fast friends. And I tell people often that you have one of my favorite tattoos ever. I told you this last time I saw you. Your fear of the sea tattoo, the fucking sickest. Because I think it's something that we don't think about. People are very quick to be like, what about fires or earthquakes? The ocean's the real motherfucker. That's the one that you should not, yeah. See, gravy's pointing over here. Like, fucking facts. Oh, tidal wave? It's a wrap, bro. Just swim right through it. What? Yeah. We don't know shit about the ocean. Nothing. Yeah. Is, Nobody. Is there, do you think that Atlantis is at the bottom? I don't know. That's a good question. It's something that like, get, cl- get close to the Sorry. microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'm just like so scared of it now that I dropped it. <laughs> it's a great question and like something that should be explored more. Like I always say that, like so many people are just so keen to jump into space. I feel like there's so much here that we can be exploring. Yeah, I Why agree. Why not go down, right? It's easier. We can get down there. Everyone wants to go up. Might be more to explore in the ocean. I don't know. There's a couple people that tried to go down there. I know. There's a couple boats that have been down there. In that bootleg ass submarine, things might not work so well. Yeah. That's yeah. a hard password. Listen, I love going down. So <laughs> I got <laughs> You're like, tell me Took where to go down. Five minutes. Okay. Yeah. We've already, already done it. Okay. Uh, before we get to the questions, one more thing about the ocean or for now. What about the lost city of Atlanta? The Isn't lost the city of Atlanta. Well, there's the lost city of Atlantis and then the lost city of Atlanta. You're going to have to tell me more about this lost city of Atlanta. Well, it's down, it's d- down south in Georgia and it's underwater. Oh, oh, I see where you're going with this. <laughs> Not much to add about the dirty south and what's going on down there. Have you been there? A lot of strip clubs. A lot of strip clubs? No. Yeah, I've only heard, I've only ever heard tall tales. I've tall never tales. actually spent time in the dirty south. Okay, in we'll go sometime. All right, let's do it. Me and you? Yes. 
Perfect. Okay. Golden Corral is pretty good out there. Is it? Really? There's a lot of shit. Hell yeah. It, Atlanta's actually tight as fuck. David yeah, I've heard, I've heard things there. about Atlanta. Yeah. I heard there's like a scene there. There's people doing their things. A lot but of culture. The art is fire. Yeah, yeah, a lot of life. If you go to a strip club, you can bring in a cooler full of your own booze. Is that true? Yes. <sighs> that sounds dangerous for a few different reasons. <laughs> Gravy, but. what's up? Tonight has been like spit take night for you where I keep saying things and you almost <laughs> spit out your drink. You just said that you can bring in a cooler of alcohol. Yes. To a strip club. I, know, I believe that, but the fact that you were like, you know, we're like, yeah, the culture, the art, you know, how beautiful it yeah. is. And you're like, yeah, if you go into a strip club, you can bring your own shit in there, dude. Listen, right. I'm trying to give you all the options. Okay. We, we can, we're going to talk about art. We're going to talk about <clears throat> uh, culture, food, sex. People be ha- being physical with each other. Coolers and strip su- clubs. We yeah. support our sex workers. You're right. Sex my, workers, real work, right. baby. Okay. But if you support them, should you be bringing in your own cooler or buying drinks at the bar? That money don't go to them. Yeah, that money don't they go don't, to them. They're not going to take on no, the bar. Because, because the whole idea is that if you bring in the cooler and then you're not spending money on booze, you're spending money on the girls. It's pretty fucking genius. All right. That makes sense. You... Adam, you've got to get close to that microphone. <laughs> I feel like I got to stand so much closer. You can bring I know. It. I keep just trying to like post back this. All right, let's do you it. You can bring, bring it with you. Yeah, bring oh, it with you. If you go. want to lean back. There Better? We go. All right, yes. cool. But what's going to happen is it's going to sound like you're in a tunnel. Oh, really? Well, we don't want that. No. That's not going to work for anybody. Gravy, how are we doing on the sound? <clears throat> oh, we're good. Yeah, yeah, we're good. I don't know. Good? I, I get him. I met He's Grits. grits. <laughs> I met Grits. Grits, how are we doing on the microphones? We're doing pretty well. Are we, are we good? Okay? Just make right. sure to stay in front of the microphone. Just stay right here. <laughs> I'm just going like, to look at the microphone like this the whole time. Like, let's do it. I'm realizing that as time has gone on from the very first episode to now, this podcast gets more and more like loose. And I really fuck with it. I fuck I with how loose it. it is now. I think we found our, our, uh, our groove. All right. little groove. Yeah. I'm hoping I'm not the one that's just like making it more loose because I can't stand by this microphone. But no, like, if that's no, the no, 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 you're chilling. Happening, you're chilling. Right, cool. no, I think that the person that was doing blow like five minutes before we recorded. Yeah, right, that was perfect. about as loose as Made it, it gets. a little too loose. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about you're a little kid. You're a little boy. When is the first time that you felt like that you were creative or that you were sensitive to things like art or nature? And how did that make you feel at that age? Yeah, I think the first time I kind of felt that was in sixth grade. So growing up, my mom was a huge music fan, listened to a lot of different music and like I fucked with that and was like, cool, like music is speaking to me. But in sixth grade, when I was in sixth grade, my brother was probably like a freshman or sophomore in high school Mm -hmm. and all he was listening to was the first four Metallica albums. So in sixth grade, all I started to consume was the first four Metallica albums from like Kill 'Em All to Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets and Injustice for All. And like, that was the first fucking time where I was just blown away by art, yeah. right? What a few people can do sitting down and wanting to create exactly what they wanted to create, yeah. right? And I was just blown away because like from the artwork to the song, to the lyrics, to the music, like everything was this coherent message. And I was just so blown away by that someone can do that. And I remember at that time, I was like, man, I will never be able to do something like that. I didn't see myself as being able to create at that capacity, but I was just so in awe of it. Right. And like to this day, like going back to that reference point, it's a huge inspiration for me now when I am starting to create yeah. on my own. So that was one of the first reference points where I was just like, yo, you can sit down in a room with your friends and create something amazing that causes a reaction for people. Did it make you feel creative? Like, did you want to create something on your own or was it more like I want to be more of a observer? At the time, I want to be more of an observer. Right. Because I was just like, I love that music for like the music's sake. And I never really saw myself as like being able to do that. Right. It took me a long time to start wanting to create on my own. But having that as a reference point was great. But again, at the time when I was into it that way, it really wasn't like, oh, that's for me to create in that capacity. 
I was like, let me just enjoy this music. Okay. So you kind of had to learn how to enjoy things like music, art, any of those types of creative things to like feel creative within yourself later on. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about the ocean. Let's do it. You and I have a very, very special relationship with the ocean. I love the ocean. I think you love it even more than I do. When was the first time you felt really connected to it? Was it something as you were, were you an adult? Were you in a kid? Like when did you really feel that connection to water? Immediately. So like, God bless, like both my parents, they're both big ocean people. So like as family getaways, like not getaways, just like on Saturdays or Sundays, they'd be like, let's go to the beach. And like both of them were like hanging out. My dad would be in the ocean bodyboarding with us. But like from the get go, like from an early age, like I became obsessed with it. Right. Cause I'm someone that like, I feel like I was born like very far from where I'm supposed to be. And I'm trying to get home in a sense. Right. I'm not talking about a geographical location. And the ocean is one of those places that when I'm in it, I feel this sense of like peace on ecstasy, but I just don't get in my everyday life from somewhere. Right. So from that first time in the ocean, it was just everything to me. And it still is. Do you so, feel like you, like that is your most comfortable place? Like against a bed, against being with your wife, against any of those things, you still feel the most comfortable in the water? It's up there, right? Yeah. Like I would say certain like music when I'm listening to it or like when I'm in a session of writing or when I'm surfing myself or if I'm running, I kind of have that sense of comfortability where I feel like I'm getting closer to home. But still ocean is the one that like, it's just fucking instant, right? I just jump in the ocean and immediately I just feel different in there. Okay. And it's a feeling that like I will never get tired of and that I'm always, always trying to chase. When you were, you said before you came here, you sat in the hot tub. Uh, well, I did dry sauna and steam and cold plunge. Okay. Does that feel as good as the ocean? Or like if you lay in a bathtub, does that feel as good? Good question. I mean, I'm a Pisces too. So just, I, oh fuck, yeah, we're both Pisces. Yeah, I gang, just gang. fuck with water. Uh, you know what I mean? Like anytime yeah. okay. I'm around water, like it just, I feel better, but like the ocean is its own beast. Okay. Right. Cause like with the spa, like it's just kind of water for water's sake. Like when I'm in the ocean, I feel like I'm dancing with something much larger than myself. Right? That's a very, really good way of putting it. I don't it. really get that when I'm just fucking cruising in a steam or okay. a sauna. You know, ocean, it's like there's something much larger here and I get a second, a minute, an hour to spend time with it. It's so. it's really, really interesting to hear you talk about, I think, the ocean in the way that it should be spoken about, that it's an actual entity. And then it's not just like this big thing that's full of like whales <laughs> and we get fish out of it. Right. Like you grasp and I grasp that it is an actual one giant living organism. Mm -hmm. And when you go into the ocean, like you are enveloping yourself in that organism, which right. is really fucking cool. Like that's the, I think in the outs, other than going to the forest, but even then still, it's really hard to feel like completely enveloped in it. Like you do in the ocean. Oh, hundred percent. And like the most beautiful thing is that like, when you do get that time in the ocean, like I'm a big believer, like that energy you get from it, like it just doesn't end in your time in the ocean, right? Like every fucking time I get out of the ocean or from a surf, whatever it may be, like I carry that with me for a beat, yeah. right? And like, I don't have that in other ways. Like the ocean is the one thing, like time spent in it and then stepping away from that session, there's just this feeling and this energy you pull from it. It's just that pure energy. It's just like, that's what it is. It's a source of pure energy for me, cool. right? And when I'm in it, I take that and then carry it with me in my day. That makes sense. Uh, a bath, is it just human soup? I don't fuck with bass at all. You don't fuck with bass My at all. wife loves bass. I just, I can't get into it. Is it because it doesn't feel like human soup? Yeah. And it's like, if I'm like at a resort somewhere and there's like a beautiful bathtub and it's awesome, like I can fuck with that. But just like a bath at home, like in a regular bathtub, not for nah. me. Grits, gravy, where you out on baths? Is it human soup and do you like them? 
Uh, I usually take a shower before I go into a bath. Okay. And then it's not as soupy. <laughs> Back, St- yeah. Still a little brothy. Mm-hmm. It's like a <laughs> not, much of, not much of a bisque, <laughs> uh-huh. but still good. Yeah, chef. I, I go opposite. I go bath and then shower. Do you do you ever do a bath with your queen? Or is that like... Yeah. Yeah? The, honestly, most of the time, if I'm taking a bath, it's it's with the queen. That's a stupid. That was like the other day. That's some crazy, like that's like some crazy, like in love, like intimacy. Oh yeah. That I like really respect. You, you but fart like, in the bath. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I got to. <laughs> if I got it. Like if it's Not like a, like to. a life or death thing. I mean, if I have to fart, I'm farting. Like there's nothing that's like stopping me from being like. No. If I had to fart right now, I'd fart. Like it's like. Yeah. Respect. It's all normal, guys. We all fart. Yeah, we all have like, we all bodies. They're full of gas. Like, do you want to be married to someone that you can't fart in the bathtub with? No. Right. Absolutely Respect. Right. Honestly, th- that's not. some wise ass words. Yeah. Like, you don't want to fuck with that. This is why we fuck with you. This yeah, that's why we fuck with you. So you're right. already. I mean, I think anyone who's listening to this, watching this, can tell that you're definitely kind of a free spirit. You're definitely very much like your own person. Hmm. Is this something? <laughs> what? <laughs> Anybody that's watching this can tell you're kind of a free spirit. You can just I tell. Over everybody, let's do it. <laughs> all right were you always like this were you like a little kid who was kind of like talking about his emotions and be, because i was a really weird little kid yeah and you and i are both pisces and you are you and i are both creatives and we both love the ocean we have all this shit in common mm-hmm. i was a really weird little kid yeah and i was saying weird things and sharing my thoughts and my feelings and all this shit all the time my parents were kind of like yo chill my boy were you like that or did you kind of keep it to yourself to you feel like you were a normal little kid definitely not normal nor did i ever like want to be normal like i remember like early days like early elementary school like my mom and i were watching i fucking forget what it was it was some like sitcom where it was just like the quintessential family and the dad work and the mom did this and the kids did that i remember like watching that shit and like telling my mom like i don't want that like that's not me i don't see myself and i'm not normal and my mom was like i know so like early on like i was not afraid to express myself in certain ways cool right there was times when i would and like you'd get a weird reaction because you were that kid that just was weird um and of course you kind of retreat from that but like i don't know i had amazing parents that like not only supported but like believed in me so they were always there to be like yeah this is who adam is like do you dude so i got very fucking lucky with parents are you still close to them a hundred percent your parents are still together they're still together I feel like I should be spending more time with my parents. Like they live close to me. I love them. They're amazing. Um, and they're a large part of like who I am, right? Yeah. I feel like I've been able to grow into this person because I always had that loving confidence and support from my parents. Now, myself, Grits, Gravy, most of the people on this podcast. I think you might be the first one. Who has like a really healthy yeah. relationship yeah. with their parents. Yeah. Yeah. Art I think and Nora, the- they're probably going to watch this. Like shout out to them. Love them. Please, right See, now, look at the Art and Nora. That's that supportive parent shit right Yeah, yeah. I love it. Like I know they're going to watch this. Got it. They're going to like- He knows how to read. He has supportive family. I know. Should I just jump out they the window? special and they support them. Um, yeah, no. I know for a fact like my parents are going to watch this and like send it to their friends. Because you, they're just like, yo, look what we created. Do you think that like when you look at people like us where our parents are divorced <laughs> and fucked us up and invariably like, who can really say? My, my parents, I feel like they're like 50-50 on me. They're like, yeah. we care, but we don't care. Right. Uh, do you hear that? And you're like, damn, that's really sad. Or are you just like, whatever? I don't know. It's not really sad or whatever. It's just kind of like, I'm more curious, right? Yeah. Like if that was your experience, like tell me more, right? Like how has that worked out for you? And like, 
do you wish you had that? Do you, do you not care about it? So I'm just more curious and more or less like judgmental about like, is that sad or whatever? I wish you know? I had what you have. Do you parents have like, like the, that? Do you guys, if you could have like the parents that like super love you and support you? I've told that to my parents. Really? Oh yeah. That's fucking tight. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean like I personally don't feel like any type of way. Like I'm, I'm proud of the person that I am. So like yeah. I, I worry a lot about like changing certain things. Like that was like part of my like, I mean, I don't know how deep we're trying to get, but part of my like therapy journey was like understanding that I don't like, there's certain things that are cool to change and certain things that I shouldn't change because it makes me who I am. And I think that my relationship with my parents, like it was, you know, good and bad at times. So yeah. it's like, I'm happy with who I am and who I've become and like, you know, the journey that's taken me on. So I'm not really tripping. Like I'm sure it would have been tight and I'm happy for you, <laughs> but like, I don't really, I'm cool with it. Like, Let me tell you, Gravy, we're trying to get deep here. Like it's good the ocean. That's oh. the theme of oh, Yadip. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Watch it's, out, James Cameron. We're coming for that ass. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Fuck your Titanic. And what was the other one? Like Avatar? <clears throat> Avatar's cool, man. I only saw the first one. Ways the, of the water. Yeah, the way of the water. The second one's kind of tight. Let's talk about water. Let's talk about surfing. Let's keep doing it. What's going so, on? So <clears throat> you and I, first and foremost, have talked a lot about surfing. Yep. We admire <laughs> it. We've done it. We think it's tight. We've gotten in the water. But you are truly, truly... I tell people a soul surfer. Hmm. How did surfing find you? I found surfing. So again, like my parents started taking us to the ocean, like from the earliest days I can remember. And like from that, I got into bodyboarding. I was like, yo, bodyboarding's easy. It's a really cool way to experience the ocean. Kind of throughout middle school, start of high school. And then my older brother, like got into surfing, like really deeply. And of course, like being the younger brother, looking up to my older brother, I was like, yo, I got to start fucking with surfing. So in high school, like I bought a board from my math teacher, Mr. Westrup. Fucking Shout out Mr. Westrup. Mr. Westrup, rad fucking dude. Do you think he's still um, surfing? Huh? I hope he is. Like it make me very happy if he still is. Bought a board from him, bought a leash from this crazy fucking store. Remember Played Again Sports? Hell yeah. Such a rad store. I don't know if those exist anymore. So I bought a leash, bought a board, and then just started going out there and surfing. Um, kind of taught myself the whole thing. So I kind of saw it from my older brother. Started doing it on my own. So it was a combination, like always being around the ocean as a kid, right? And then see my older brother do it. I was like, this is something I should start getting into. Um, and like, didn't click for me right away. And I think that's a big thing for anyone that watches this and wants to get into surfing. Like, it's a fucking journey with it. Yes, it is. Right? Like, it's not going to be like, let me get a board. I'm going to be fucking dope immediately. Like, it takes time. Yeah. Right? And I'm someone that is terrible with patience. So it was really challenging for me to like not be good at it, but I was still getting that time in the ocean. So it was still like a very worthwhile experience for me. Did you still love it right away though? Surfing or the ocean? Surfing? Uh, surfing. Yeah, 100%. Because it's cool as fuck. Like yeah. straight up. Like surfing is something that's just like a very beautiful thing. It's right? really special. It's it, a very like yeah. special. You To share it. And then with the people that are in you, in the water with you and just everything. And like the right. the ceremony and like the pageantry of it as well. Like the mm. everything you have to do to get there. And then there's times where you just sit in the water. Right. The pageantry of surfing that's beautiful it's true yeah there's so much pageant it's true there is that routine and i feel like everyone has that whether if you're surfing or tattooing or putting together a podcast like that routine of it is what makes it such more of a beautiful experience like for me like i'm super selective like the music i'll play before and after i surf like i'm soundtracking it right you know what i mean and like that whole experience like putting on the wetsuit putting it off see the homies in the parking lot like all that shit it all kind of makes that experience so much more beautiful totally do you think that uh i have a friend who she said that for her she enjoyed surfing because it was like a meditation yeah do you, do you agree with that yeah 100 i mean like that's the biggest thing too like surfing isn't a fucking monolith right yeah. surfing gonna be whatever it is to you it can be meditation 
can be therapy, it can be sport, it can be recreation, it could be time away, it could be escape. So whatever someone wants to express themselves and experience them in that way, by all means, you know. Remember when you said that you don't have a voice for podcasting? Right. You're fucking crushing this. Do man. I? You're doing really you're doing really good already. Because I yeah. have like a natural, like throaty kind of like I smoked way too many cigarettes back in the day. No, so you're fucking sh- killing it. All right, cool. Close Let's, to the microphone and shit. It's all working. Yeah, out. once we got that, I'll figure out your. Yeah, you're broke it. it. To see, I want to do it already. <laughs> I like to chill back because you're I so sit. chill, dude. I you're like to chill. Like the vibes chill. are so chill. Don't you guys like to chill back when you sit? No, I ha- because I'm the I think because I have anxiety, too much anxiety to chill back. Yeah, and right, because I'm the so. interviewer, I have to like have good. Posture. Now I just have anxiety about breaking this thing. You're I... not gonna break it. It's all good. All right, here, all right, here we go. Now all right, I gotta know what's the first song in the playlist. On what playlist? You're surfing. The pre-surf and then post-surf. It's a good question. Recently, pre has been this amazing group called Arc de Soleil. And they have this track called Mumbo Sugar. It is fire. It's like deep, deep groove. And like, that's the thing. When I'm in the ocean, I'm trying to like lock onto that rhythm in the ocean. So when I listen to a track that just has a really great bass line, kind of starts getting into it. And then after I love putting on like Pink Floyd or like MGMT, something that's a little bit more just kind of like psychedelic, something easier that way. Um, but yeah, for me, it's like groove to begin with, like Arc de Soleil, Vivi Corporate, Fevery Corporation, stuff like that. And then after something a little bit more chill. Do, do you fuck with all Allah's? Oh yeah, of course. They're amazing. They're like the surf rock. They band. are. You know what I mean? Like everyone's listening to Raspberry Jam. Yeah. It's an amazing track, but of course I fuck with them, dude. You'd, you'd be surprised like how many people I know that are like into surf, surf culture or they have no idea who I'm talking about. I they think, surf and they don't, yeah, that's. Because usually, they're like in surf videos and shit. Like it's, they're yeah. like the band. But again, going back to saying surfing isn't a monolith, right? So maybe some people that surf aren't like, yo, I want to listen to this type of music. I need this. So it's like, cool. What are they listening to? I want to know what they're listening to too. You know? That's what I like about you. You want to just learn about people. You're like me. You just want to learn about I people. I just want to like, I yeah, love. Too positive. Like, Stop it. <laughs> I know. Is this All like, are we supposed to be negative? Like get way? No. No. All right, cool. Uh, so tell me what led you to getting your first tattoo. Obviously I did your first tattoo. Um, and it was, again, you and I were fast friends and you and I really fucked with each other right away. How did you get to like, I'm going to get a tattoo. I wanted to save fear of the sea. What, what led you there? I always wanted one. So like going back to like high school, I was like, I knew I was going to get a tattoo one day. My older brother, he got his first tattoo. Nice throw, by the way. That was Thank cool you. Much. I threw a can in the trash. Can you see that? Slow-mo. Web jam. <laughs> um, I always wanted one. I always knew I was going to get a tattoo, but I was just like patient about it for some reason. I think I just always knew. I was like, just like be patient about it. Like until you're ready to go. And then I got my first one when I was 30 and I was just like, I finally hit that point where I was like, yo, like let's get it done. Um, and the first way kind of how I came to you was I was looking up like Friday the 13th shit and like Evermore popped up. Yeah. And like Evermore popped up and like on that website, they had all that shit of like, here's this tattoo artist. And I saw you. And I was like, man, this guy looks chill. His artwork is dope. I know he can crush this. Like, let's do it. Yeah. So I reached out to you and then here we are five years later doing a podcast. We've been friends ever since. Incredible. I love it. Five years. We usually save the high five for the end, but oh, we're gonna really? do two. There's gonna be two high fives so just in this fist podcast. Bump, like low it's key fist bump. Oh, do like one of these. Like it's a double high five episode. So Sick. that the boss doesn't see Maybe it. Triple. Maybe triple. Maybe a triple. Damn, three high fives. Love it. I don't know. The world's ready. Let's talk about tattoos and surfing, because I feel Let's like it, it is very <clears throat> common that surfers are tattooed. Yeah. Uh, generally speaking, I think surfers are drawn to traditional tattoos. Modern twenty twenty three surfers. You see a lot of traditional stuff, a lot of eagles, a lot of like girl heads and things like that. For you, do you 
what is it about that that makes you specifically not want to prescribe to that? Because you very much have your own style. And is it just like, what's cool to Adam is what's cool to Adam. Fuck everything else. Yeah. Are you talking about like, how do I stay away from like trends or how do I not get caught in that? Or <clears throat> Yeah. I mean, I guess just like the, for you is like the culture of everyone else is doing this. So I'm going to do that. Like, why, why is it that you specifically do that? Why do you specifically go out of your way to buck against what everyone else is Dude, doing? I ask myself that every day, right? Like that kind of mindset I have, like comes as a detriment a lot. You know what I mean? I don't always want to be that guy, but that's just how I was fucking built. Like yeah. my internal, the way I work, it was just like, I always, if the puck is here, I want to go there. Right. And like, when you start talking about trends, whether in tattoos or surfing, like the word trend just fucking scares me. Cause I feel like we're already living in a sea of sameness in so many different ways. Totally. Right. So like the ideal of like, let me hop onto this trend. It just seems fucking exhausting. Right. Cause you gotta be trendy this way. Then you're going to have to do that. So instead of like following trends, I always just want to do my own thing. Right. Like I don't want to create trends. I just, for me, it's like the ideal following just doesn't work for me. Yeah. It never has, you yeah. know? And it's, I think <clears throat> that in the way that you and I both are really drawn towards being creative and being your own person, and expressing yourself. And if that happens to not be the norm, it just is what it is. Right. I'm never worried about pleasing everyone. Yeah. It takes away from authenticity too. I think that like when you see people that are like immensely creative, they don't worry about trends because it's just kind of like you said, doing your own thing is going to bring the eyes that it needs to bring versus trying to follow a trend where you're like, well, fuck, I don't even really fuck with this. Like, but I'm just trying to make it happen. It's like, it gets real silly yeah and i just like i literally like can't do it again like it comes as a detriment there's times i'm like man i wish i wasn't like this like i wish i could just follow along like life would be so much easier for me but i i just fucking can't cool i fuck with it i love it now i want to give you a high five again but i knew he'd get mad no 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 get no more high fives (laughs) more high fives okay we're just doing the lower bros too you know yeah I was so, just like talking shit. Here. <laughs> Keep it coming. I'm good at talking shit. Let's do it. You, when I initially tattooed you for the first time, you were like, yeah, I'll probably maybe get a couple more or yeah. maybe I'm just going to like, let this one settle and live with it. And then we'll move forward from there. Yeah. When did you decide that you were going to kind of like take the jump and you were going to start getting more and more and more tattoos? Was it something that you just, you couldn't help yourself and you wanted to keep doing it? What? I think like, honestly, and like no bullshit, I'm not just saying this because I'm on your podcast. I think it was that first experience with you, yeah. right? Like, although this tattoo took like a fucking quick 45 seconds, if that going back to the whole routine of it, it was like going to you, like waiting in the shop and then like actually talking with you and then walking out of that, like that experience was so fucking dope. Yeah. Right. So like, even after that first one, it was like that high you get and like the conversation was great. Like I just felt comfortable with you. So I think after that, I was like, let's fucking go. You were just kind of hooked. I was hooked. I was hooked on the whole thing and it felt good. Cause like, again, like tattoos for some people are like a scary thing to do. Right. And I'm someone that's just like super obsessed with like, you feel fear, like jump over that line and see what happens. Right. So actually getting blasted as simple as this was, I was like, cool. Yeah. Right. And then that's no longer a fear of yours. So it felt good because then now what was once a fear is now a complete pleasure. I, I love your aesthetic as far as the tattoos go, because for you, they are a hundred percent you, you do not give a fuck if people like them, if you need to explain them, what the whole thing is going on. It's just kind of like, this is the thing that I like. This is the thing that I'm into right now. So I got a tattoo for it and that's it. And like, even down to just like your Nike running shoe, (laughs) like you love to run. So we just did a little Nike running shoe on you. Like you, I really admire and respect that you truly are yourself. I think that in the way it's like the whole adage of the people wear different masks and it's like the person that they really are, the person they pretend to be all those things for you. 
Obviously, I don't know every single thing about you about or all the moving parts of your life. But I can say really sincerely that like you truly are yourself. And it's something that I admire and something that I respect. And the same with Grits and Gravy. Like we all got problems, but you guys are like authentically yourselves. And that's why I fuck with you. I love people that are authentic and truly who they need to be. We also love you a lot, Michael. Thank yeah. you. I, I mean, those it. are like, the, those are like, that's why I feel so comfortable with you. Too. I never met you. Like, those are the type of people that like, I just feel going back to that. Like, I feel like I was born very far from where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. I'm trying to get home. Right. Like that, that's that feeling of home. Right. When I'm around people that just have that, like authenticity gets thrown around a lot. But again, people that are just like fucking with their own lane. Right. And are cool with that. Like, look at this is my journey. This is what I'm going to do. So like, again, to bring this all back, like that first experience with you, I was like, this guy's my people. Like, this is someone I want to spend time with. And you're an amazing artist. Right. So that whole experience came together and like, it could have gone fucking different. Totally. Imagine if I just went to some fucking hack and it was a terrible experience. I would have been like, well, probably not doing that again. But like, I stumbled across you on accident, which is fucking nuts. Yeah. Fate is, fate is a trip that way. You know, sometimes the people that are meant to be in your life just wind up in your life like these two. Like you. Grave. Yeah. It's just synergy. I love that shit. I love when I don't necessarily hundred percent believe in fate, but when the right people are brought into your life and stay in your life, it's one of like the most valuable things about life. Yeah. And like you and I have talked about this. Like, I'm a big fucking believer that like the universe has your back. Totally. Right. And the universe is going to put you on a journey that like makes sense for you. So like looking back, like it makes perfect sense that you and I met each other. Yes. Right. Because the universe again is going to put you where you need to be. And like meeting people like you has helped me along my journey. So like it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Right. So speaking of the journey, let's talk about Lasso. Uh Uh-oh, Lasso. This is the fun part. This is the part where we get to really talk about you, your brand, and all of the important stuff. So you originally- Talk your shit. Yeah, talk your shit. Tell everyone about Lasso. Let's do Um, it. More importantly, the thing that I think is really important for us to talk about and for people that listen to this podcast, watch this podcast to hear, you were just doing sales. Right. And you basically took this huge leap into black water to say, I'm going to start my own surf company. I'm going to have all this stuff going on. I'm going to have branded merch. I love this company. Let's go. Let's talk about that. Tell us a little bit about Lasso. Yeah, let's do it. Just to like clarify, it wasn't like, let me leave my job to go start a company. This is another thing. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like, fuck it. Let me go start this company. Like this is another but thing. But you like, started a full blown company. Bro. I like, did. It's a big deal. It is it? Fuck yes. yeah. That's yeah, a absolutely. huge deal. Okay. There's so many fucking people that are going to talk about doing it. And like, if you go, if you go on the internet, like, there's so many people like, I'm making moves. And it's like, motherfucker, you are making no moves. Just stay off the internet. I yeah. feel like that, like, stay off the internet for a beat, right? And going back to all that. So, like, yeah, to your point, like, I was that guy. I remember, so my career started in the music industry. I was working at a talent agency, setting big artists on tour. I was in a cubicle, the whole shit, back in, like, 2013, 2014. And, like, it just hit me. I was like, you know what? One day I'm going to do my own shit, right? And, like, that thought crept in my head. Flash forward to last year, because I was working at Vice and sales, I left that because that place was just a terrible place to work, right? And I was like, smart in my money. I'd Shout out Vice, terrible place to work. But I love you, Vice. <laughs> Loki heard that like a lot. Yeah, Vice, you're dope. I love you, you taught me a lot, but you're just <laughs> not great running a company. Um, sorry, y'all. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. Fuck. Yo, but keep making that action bronze show. That shit's fire. Dude, Dude, it's not even on there anymore. It's, it's, I know, it's just it's on fire. his YouTube channel, right? Yeah. It's, what, yeah fuck, it's, that's delicious. Yeah. The show's so good. Love it. Um, yeah. Shout out to Vice. They deserve a shout out, dude. Vice, like, meant a lot to me for a very long time. Um, so, like, it was end of last year, and, like, I'd been smart with my money, and I was like, I had been working straight for, like, 13 years, right? Just, like, corporate jobs, and they were rad. I learned a lot, was making money, all this, but I was like, this just isn't for me. And I didn't know what the next step was. So I was just like, fuck it. Let's just quit. 
Yeah. Right. And I just quit Vice, no job lined up. I took all of Q4 of last year off. I didn't look for a job. All I did was just like write, surf, read, just indulge myself in like everything I love doing. And the plan was at the top of this year just to get back in a sales job, right? Because I knew I got married this year. So I was like, yo, like got to make money. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. Hi, Marie Delaney. Love you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> we love so, love at this pod. This yes, is good. Like yes, love going deep. It's awesome. Um, so that was the plan. I was like, let me just get a job in sales, like go back to what I was doing. But that didn't happen because this idea for this company came to me. Yeah. Right. And like, that was a big thing. Like I didn't take that time off to be like, let's think of a company. Right. I just took that time off just to let my mind run free. Right. And what came to me from that was this idea for this company. Um, so I had the thought, I remember it came to me the night of the new moon on January 21st, 2023. Sick. And Love all that. this shit I, I had was surfing. Are we talking about the company right now? Yeah, yeah. bro, right. you can talk about whatever I, I you want. I got a bad memory, so I forget what we're talking about sometimes. Um, I remember I was surfing that morning. I had broke my leash, but like for years, I've wanted a dope surf leash, right? And for everyone, I'm starting a company called Lasso. We're making really cool surf leashes. We'll get into it some more. So I always wanted a dope leash, but it just never really existed. So I kind of had that idea in my mind. Then that night I was taking a shower and like that shit just came to me. Yeah. All like in a vision, the name, the fucking aesthetic, the design, the name for the first leash, the way the first leash look. And it just like, I've never had it that complete of a vision at once. Right. I've had half baked ideals, but Lasso was just like given to me. Yeah. While I was taking a shower again, going back to water as a Pisces. Ooh, and I like, like I sat on it for about a week. I talked to my wife about it, talked to some friends about it, just kind of riffed. And everyone I kind of talked to was like, you should do this. Right. Yeah. So in f- it was like February, I filed for the business um, and have been running it since then. Kind of done some contract work while I've been building this business. But again, it started, I think the thing about Lasso, which I love, it started from a very selfish standpoint. Like I wanted a dope surf leash from a dope surf leash company. From a selfish standpoint, I wanted that really rad leash. But like for me, I was like, if I'm actually going to take the time to start a brand and put another fucking product in the world, like I want to say something, right? So from this selfish standpoint came this unselfish company. And for Lasso, which I talked about, Lasso exists to give not only a platform, but a megaphone to underrepresented voices in surf culture, right? Because going back to what I was saying about surfing not being a monolith, If you look at the surf industry right now, it's all centered around performance, right? It's the best looking dude on the best wave doing the best fucking thing. Like surfing is so much bigger than that, right? So again, from selfish to unselfish, I was like, I want a dope leash, but if I'm actually going to create and put something in the world, I need it to say something, right? And like, that's how I stumbled across. I was like, look, let me expose surfing into a lot of different cultures in a lot of different ways. So that's really what I'm trying to do with it, right? Take what I love from different cultures and get surfing out of the box that it's in. Because going back to what we're talking about, like surfing is such a fucking beautiful thing. Yeah, that should totally. be for so many people. But the surf industry is a bit of a wall, right? And I want Lasso to be an open door for people who don't see themselves in surfing, right? Because surfing just doesn't do a good job at showing different cultures in different ways. Yeah. So like that's really kind of, that's the whole shit on Lasso, right? Dope surf leashes, but like trying to do something much more important with it than just slang leashes. The thing that's really great about hearing all this is that you are so passionate about it. Oh, really? And you have such a good understanding of what your company does and where it's going. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important for people to understand that, like, if you want to start a business, this is what you want to have. Mm. This level of passion, this level of desire, this level of 
I know what I want. I know how I want people to perceive it. I want it to be inclusive. You and I have had this conversation when you came in and get your tattoo, but the way that you speak about Lasso and the way that you speak about your own company is so passionate and so like empowered. And I just think it's really beautiful. I think it's really awesome. And the fact that you want to say something more than just, here's a cool shirt, buy it, or here's a cool hat, buy it, or here's a surf leash, buy it is really, really, really important. And we need more companies that have integrity and that are actually saying something versus just like, we slap something on this and that's it. Right. You know, I really believe in that a lot. I am curious, Gravy, you have Tombs. Yes. Your brand. Yes. When you hear him talk about his brand and like the whole, like the identity of Lasso, do you feel that way about Tombs or is it something where like, have I, am I a shitty friend that I've never just like sat down with you and said like, what is Tombs business or like, what is Tombs message? I guess you're, like, you're I got sh- this. Yes. No, no. <laughs> you're not a shitty friend. Worse. No. Yeah. I, I don't think you're a shitty friend for that at all. I think that like, I resonate with you a lot in the, uh, like the literally when you were like, I was in the shower and it literally all came to me and I yeah. had like seven, like these seven ideas that just like popped up out of nowhere. And it was like, I have to fucking do this. Like I have to make that. Like, uh, I resonate with that a lot. Cause it was like the same thing. Like I was like, damn, like this all came to me at once. Right. And it all came quick. And, um, there's also, when you talked about like, all right, there's this hole in the market, right? That you're not just going to make this other fucking thing. Cause you're like, I got this fucking cool idea and I'm a fucking, like, I'm smart enough to do this, which I feel yeah. like a lot of clothing companies are run by people like that. And it's like, weird to me that they're open about that too which is like kind of fucking strange but like um i think that your thought process is like you're going about it the right way like you want to make something that you saw a hole in you also are passionate about this thing you didn't see it as a money grab which a lot of motherfuckers do yeah Uh, they see it as like oh well like I, I surfed for fucking two times and I had a really hard time getting on my board. So now I'm making this thing. And it's like, well, fuck off, dude. Like fuck you don't really off, give yeah. a shit about this um, versus, you know, your thought process is like, you know, I love this thing. I want to enjoy it more and I want it to be a cooler thing. And there's a hole where I feel like I'm people that have the same thought process as me are like not represented in this space. So mm-hmm. I think that it's smart. And I think that you're fucking, I mean, like this is the best way to go about it. I'm glad yeah. that like, <laughs> We're not having this conversation with somebody that came on here and was like, I mean, like, I don't know, man, like fucking Lasso sounded like a cool name, like whatever. And then, no, but like, yeah. it's also funny to me that when you said like, oh, this is what we're making. I was like, damn, Lasso's a fucking genius name. Isn't like, it that's such a good so name? Fucking yeah. And like, stuff. I can't take credit for it. You know what I mean? Again, like I, 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 so this is the biggest thing I tell people. They're like, dude, how'd you come up with this? I fucking didn't. Right. Something much, lar- <laughs> something much larger than myself just gave me this fucking seed. And now it's on me to like plant it to water it, to make sure it has sunlight and to fucking mm. grow this thing, right? Because again, like I, I can't stress that enough. Like I didn't sit down in a room and be like, let's think of a cool surf leash company, yeah. right? Like literally taking a shower, stoned, about to eat dinner and then just fucking goosh. Allegedly. And then allegedly. allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. No one knows. You never know what's happening. <laughs> but no, yeah, no. I, I think you're going about it the right way and your thought yeah. process is like the best that it possibly could be. I, I, I've never surfed in my life. It's not anything that I'm like, oh man, like, I, I'm interested in surfing, like, cool, right on. But I think that the shit is cool. You know what I mean? Like, I think that it looks tight and for it to be, you know, telling the story that you're trying to tell, like, ah, that's and like, rad that's man. like the best, those are the best comments I get. Like when I talk about also with someone that doesn't surf and they're like, I can get this, like, that is exactly what I'm trying to fucking do. Right. Cause the surf industry right now, they don't do that. They kind of like, it's a bunch of bros based out of Southern California, Australia. And again, God bless them. I've been so inspired by so many brands that have come out of that. 
But again, it just speaks to a certain demographic. I'm trying to speak to a lot of fucking people, right? So to hear you be like, I don't fuck with surfing. I never want to surf. But like, I get what you're doing. Like, that's what we're trying to do. You know, it's fucking so. genius. You we'll know what see. else uh, <laughs> was thought of in the shower? This podcast. Hell yeah. I feel like that's like a good, yeah, we can clap on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we get another that's, high five? Another high five. Oh, come on, brother. <laughs> the budget's getting higher now. Oh, dang it. We'll go to the Just low. too many high fives. The thinking yeah. time in the shower is so crucial, I think, to like, I mean, fucking existing. Like, there's, yeah. there's a lot to be done when you're by yourself. And like, we were talking earlier about like, how I have like the worst sleep schedule to like a lot of people. But like, I don't know, there's, there's something about like being up at two in the morning by myself, like working on something and being like, yeah, I can like really think about shit like at yeah. this time. Yeah. So it's cool. I, uh, yeah. I remember I, I, everything about the podcast and the format and all that stuff like hit me while I was in the shower and literally towel on was when I texted you and was like, I want to start getting the ball rolling. Like I want to do this. I want to sit down and talk with you. And so here like, we are. Let's talk about that. Like, I don't know if this okay, is okay. Are we interviewing me now? Well, no, but I, <laughs> but, like, I think for like everyone in this room and everyone's going to listen to that, like everyone has had that. Everyone has had a fucking idea. Right. Yes. But like, what were the steps and process that you took from having an ideal to fucking executing it? Like, what, what did you go through? Cause like, that's the hardest part, right? Like we were talking about, like everyone has an ideal, like how did you execute it? how did you get over any fears? Like, what was that for you? So for me, the really important thing to do, that was a really good question. You was like it? flipped the, the, the script on this and I really like it. All right, You're cool. the, I think the first person to do that. Oh really? Shit. Uh, I, I have. See, that's what a good friend does. They ask you about things that you're interested in. Oh, <laughs> yeah. boy. well, thanks, folks. It's been fun. This is our last episode fun, of my appointment only. Fun I'm fact: go. If you want to be interesting, be interested. Oh. Right? And like it's true. All right. I right. feel like Adam's warmed up now, and he's like, "Let's fucking go. Oh, Let's yeah, podcast." No, well, it's, yeah, shit. it's you. And again, like when I'm in a room with people that I can just tell, like I can just feel it. You know, it's easier to be yourself. You know, so totally. He's, but he's, again, uh, he's you know caught the temperature on the water, and now he's swimming. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and we're getting ready to catch some waves. Exactly. Yeah, and you're gonna. Here we go. I'm gonna do it right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's her. Crashes waves. <laughs> uh, I think for me, uh, I have ideas every day. Uh, ideas is are, are things that are constantly running through my mind. And for me, it's kind of just like a good idea, bad idea. And yeah. I, I put them in different buckets for me. It's uh, I'm a very intuitive person. And for me, it's just like learning to trust myself. If I get an idea that is almost like you said, like overwhelming, like it just, you have this overwhelming feeling of like, it all makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's when I usually want to chase it. And whether it's like being here, opening nine lives, having a podcast or writing or doing pottery or doing my flash the way that I do it. If I feel like an emotional tug, I have to just follow it. Um, all this flash behind you is just like a really good practice in me learning how to follow that. Hmm. Um, I if I feel like I need to draw and I need to get it on paper and I need to express myself, then I just do it. Okay. So in that same way, if I feel like I need to create something, or I need to do pottery, or I need to have a podcast, or I need to get in the water or whatever. I just follow it. You said the really important word, fear. Fear is what keeps most people away from doing those things. Fear is what keeps people from starting a new job or uh, doing something that's unusual or doing something that's out of their comfort zone. Or, well, if I, I'm not gonna draw because I'm not good at it today. Or I'm not going to learn how to cook because I don't know how to do it well today. And I think that eliminating fear from your life and eliminating fear from your vocabulary, you can be good at everything. Um, and I know that sounds crazy and that's not even meant yeah. to sound like egotistical or anything like that, but 
Like I'm good at everything I do because I put a hundred percent of myself into it. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm the best tattooer in the world and I'm certainly not the best podcaster in the You're world. You're God's favorite though. It's true. It's true. And the weather respects me. Yeah. Uh, that shit was so good. <laughs> God's favorite tattoo artist. Fucking genius. I love it. Yeah. I, th- I think honestly, I'm going to put on a shirt or like mug anywhere, dude, anywhere, anywhere. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I, I just, I do the best for me. I'm the best tattooer for Michael. I'm the best podcaster for Michael. I'm the best boyfriend for Michael or the best whatever for Michael. Yeah. And that's all that matters. So I just follow my intuition and I believe in myself and I know that this is the path that I've meant to be on. Um, with the pod, especially or nine lives, especially like this is the path that I'm supposed to be on. Yeah. And I know it as much as I know that my eyes are Brown or grits and gravy are my friends or that lasso is a sick company. Like I know those things to be true. Right. And that's how I do it. So like you touched on something that like I, I deal with a lot, right? You said elimination of fear. Yes. Right. Like a big thing for me going into 2023, like even before I had the idea for the company was do it scared. Right. So are you eliminating fear or are you doing it scared? Uh, I don't really live in a, uh, the second one. I don't believe in fear. So I think that fear is, I don't believe I know fear is your ego holding you back. (laughs) And if you're afraid to do something good, that's fucking sick. Right. Right now, uh, because I'm about to go on this tattoo trip and go tattoo in Boston and go tattoo in New York. Like I'm a little anxious, but I'm only anxious because it's, it's, I know that I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. I'm getting out of my comfort zone. I'm going to miss my cats. I'm going to miss Miranda. I'm going to miss grits and gravy. Like I'm going to miss all these things. But at the end of the day, it's good that I'm afraid. Yeah. 100%. No, no shade to, I'm going to say this in a roundabout way. I know tattooers who are very talented, but fear controls them. And they stay at the same shop in the same place, doing the same things all the time. And it breaks my heart because I'm like, get afraid. Moving to LA was the scariest thing I ever did. Yeah. And I had a, a, you know, a person who I'm not going to name tear my portfolio apart and say, you're never going to make it in this city. And no one wants these weird tattoos and you need to go back and figure out how to draw and you need to do this and you need to do that. And I sat in my car and I said, well, fuck, I, I guess I'm going to quit tattooing because that guy just completely tore apart my portfolio and made it seem like I was the shittiest artist and this and that. And then you know what happened after that? I shed two tears Two. Okay. <laughs> Just two whole ass tears. Two whole ass tears. I went into a bar and I had a beer and I said, Michael, fucking chill. And then I went to Evermore Tattoo and I got hired the next day and working in that shop and meeting Zach and all the people that work there changed ZT? my fucking life. ZT. Yeah. Big ZT. Hey, by the way, he's going to be here in a couple weeks. Shut the fuck up. And it's going to be the craziest fucking podcast we've ever done. I'm so fucking Like excited. I'm not doing any questions. He and I are just going to sit down and just be fucking maniacs. Grits, my best friend in the world. He's fucking awesome. Um, But back to what you were saying (laughs) earlier about like this elimination (laughs) of fear or like just doing it scared. Uh, I think that a lot of people are like so scared of like what other people's opinions are. And like it's fucking the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Like I think that like you should like, yeah, don't worry about anybody else's opinion. Like when you were talking earlier uh, about how you left – you left Vice and you were like, fuck it. Like Q4, no job. I'm going to do the things I love. I'm sure that there are plenty of people that have thought about doing that and they go, yeah, but like my parents are going to like think that I'm a fucking loser or like yeah. my, you know, the people that I went to high school with that I don't even fucking like or care about or talk to are going to have some sort of opinion on fucking Facebook or whatever, like all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I, I, I mean, like. I challenge everybody. I understand that, you know, there's financial things that, you know, change. Yeah, stuff. But 100%. if you have a way to make it 
like happen and you have a way to make it work and your partner is supportive and you have the cool people around you like a you should always have the cool people around you because if you have shitty people around you fuck them yeah, yeah. but fuck like em. b like just do it like anything that you care enough about is going to be successful enough for you to be okay yeah you know yeah. what i mean like and i think that a lot of people are like you don't need the extra bullshit like we don't need to drive around in fucking Mercedes Benzes. We don't need like no. some crazy ass high rise apartment. Yeah. What we need is to be fucking happy. And I think that going into something that you care about is way more beneficial to your existence than worrying about the opinions of random motherfuckers on the internet all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? It's like, it's weird for me. Cause like I still deal with that, right? Like the company I'm like acid Western, right? Like, when I like make a hat that says acid Western, like the first thing I think about is like my fucking father and mother-in-law, right? Like they're not like, I love them. They're amazing. But like the whole aesthetic and style, like they're not, they're not going to wear this. You know what I mean? But like, it's weird. I have that fear. I'm like, man, what are people I know going to think? But like larger scale, like, no, right. There's no fear of like, I don't care what that person thinks, what this person thinks. I'm just not really built that way. You know what I mean? So it's just like, why not? Thinking what other people think about you or or what, or, living in a world of judgment, you're only going to hold yourself back. Yeah. And I will say like within the last year or so, the people that I fuck the most with are people like you guys or people that just said, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. Right. Because like we, yeah, we all have bills. We all have responsibilities. We all have emotional hangups from our past or our childhood or whatever. Mm -hmm. But anyone who's like, fuck it, let's just do it. And it always, I mean, I don't mean to be like overly positive or ambitious, but like shit always works out. Yeah. Shit. You figure it out. You just figure it out. And and even if it's the difference of, you know, at the end of the day, I do this thing where I'm like, well, fuck, what if this, what if that? And it's like, I'll fucking figure it out. Yeah. And if, if, if I'm not happy with the way that I drew this, then just drew it, draw it again. Or if I want to put out more flash or I want to be a better artist, then just draw it again and do it right. again. Like, I think a lot of the eliminating fear is just pushing yourself and saying, I feel this way, this makes me feel insecure, this makes me feel stressed out or anxious or whatever, and then you say, okay, fuck it, I'm gonna push through that, and that's how I'm gonna get to the next level. Yeah, and like, it's a big thing, it's a thought that crept in my mind a few years ago, like, you can fucking fail doing something you don't want to do, Yes. right? You could fail at that corporate job, you could fail at that relationship you don't really wanna be in, so like, why would you not at least try, right? Why would you not just try to do something you really wanna do? If it doesn't work out, just go get a job, right? I tell myself that every day. I'm like, if Lasso fails tomorrow, I'll go get a fucking job. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, why not fail at something you really want to do? Uh, I think this is something, and obviously it's like a corny adage, but so many successful people say, I've learned so much from my failures. And without the failures, you cannot understand or grasp the success. Yeah. Uh, I think another thing that I really, really kind of want to go over with you or talk about you is you and I are painfully positive people and you and I are like big manifestors and we are big. Like I believe in myself. We are our own cheerleaders. I believe very, very, very strongly in positivity. Positivity is something that has gotten to me where I am today. Yeah. I, I'm about to say something that I've never told anyone. Ooh, listen up motherfucker. I said, I was like, oh, I should just say it. Um, I do this thing where I do like positive manifestations in the car and I say positive things to myself. And I say like, you are a talented artist. You are a good tattooer. People like you. Um, Like you will continue to stay busy. Like the shop will be successful. I do all these things and I do it almost every day. And now it's like, it's become like a meditation and it's something I believe really strongly. Yeah. It's like a mantra. Oh yeah. And there's times where like, I feel like a crazy person. 
where I'm like late for work and I'm like doing like my, ma- my manifestations. And then I, and then I get here and I'm like, okay, cool. I got it done. Okay. But I think it's just like being positive has results. Being positive gets shit done. Being positive gets you where you want to go. And, and it's worked for me and tell everyone if it's worked for you. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. Like sometimes I'll see people and they're like, man, like you're so positive. I wish I was like that. And like, again, everyone has their own shit. Everyone's on their own journey with their own circumstances. But like, I think you and I have kind of discovered that it's a fucking choice. Yes. Right. Like, of course you meet some people that are just like innately happy, but like to your point, I do the same thing. There's stuff I tell myself every day. And like, that's just discipline of the mind. Right. Like, how do I go about that? It's just like, I choose to. Right. I'm just going to choose to believe that this is going to work out. Sometimes it doesn't. Right. Like it just doesn't work out the way you see it is. But like even when it doesn't work out, it goes back to that failure thing. I'm still feel like I'm on the right path. Right. So, again, it's just a choice. And like I 100 percent believe everything you do. Right. Your attitude and your effort that you put into it is going to end up showing in what you create. You know what I mean? So if I were to like half-ass start this brand and like be afraid and be negative and be scared, like I don't think this shit would be dope, right? Where if I actually like put positivity and love and care into it and I choose to do that every day, even when people are like, this is dumb or like even when I have my own self-doubts, just making that choice to be like, I'm going to approach this in a positive way and I'm going to believe that what I'm doing is the right thing, Yeah. right? So like it's it's gotten easier for me because I've just been doing it for so long, but I'm the same way. It's that discipline of the mind and dude, I have so many mantras. Like there's so much shit I tell myself. Like I write on my fucking mirrors and stuff and just like red lipstick just so I see it every single day. So I'm the same way. It's that constant repetition of choosing that, you know? Uh, I mean, I really fuck with you. You're a really sick human brain, human being. Like I really like you. Is he just, you say that to everybody? No. No. No? Okay. No. Uh, I'm going to tell you straight up. I am going to get the words discipline of the mind tattooed on me. I okay so literally okay, did, I just, did, I just, did I just say that? Yeah, oh. it's such a sick like like thing to live by. I this I is I fucking love that you did you don't know that you just said that. Bro, and I you don't literally remember. just you literally just changed lives. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm for sure gonna get that tattooed. Oh, on I didn't even know I said that. I I was watching the the movie. Have any of you seen Black Hat? Have you seen that movie? No, someone was actually just bringing this up the other day, though. Uh, it's okay. It's it's. I really like Michael Mann's movies, but uh, Chris Hemsworth is in it, and there's a point where he's like talking about being in jail, and he says like, "I don't, I don't do their time. I do my time." Yeah. And like the way that you survive in jail is like, you know, like the whole like you don't do the time doesn't do you. you yeah, do you it. do the time. You do the time doesn't do. And you. he says right. like, you work out your body, you work out your mind. That's how you survive. And like a so much more eloquent way of putting that is discipline of the mind discipline of the mind i think that they're one of the greatest problems with society and Ooh. we'll even say some of the generations below us is a complete and total lack of discipline of the mind because they let their minds run free they let their egos control them they let the internet and their phones control them and their egos and their minds are constantly speaking to them at right. the end of the day like i am in control of my mind I speak to my mind when I need to use it. And then after that, I turn it off. Right. But discipline takes time, man. You know what I mean? Like, that's why you use that word discipline, right? So yeah. like, I don't disagree with you, but like, let's see what the younger generations do. Hopefully a few of them start disciplining their mind in a way. I agree. Right? Like, let's, we could only fucking hope, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, again, stay positive. I hope they fucking figure it me out. Too. There is more discipline, you know? I, I hope they do. I mean, it's one of those things where it's easy for me to say it as an old head, as someone who's almost 40. Yeah. And then spent Ooh. all of their 30s disciplining their mind because right. when I was in my twenties, I was a fucking maniac. So I get it. Exactly. It yeah. comes with age. And that's why like, we need to respect our elders. We need to respect the people that are above us and have lived a little bit more and understand what the fuck is going on. Not yeah. to say that everyone that's older than everyone in this room is smart because there's a lot of fucking idiots, but yeah, of course 
You just, you know, stay positive, take the sweet with the sour. Yeah. What's up? Nothing. Okay. Just, just throwing shit. Just, just talking throwing, shit. Do you guys like talk shit on his positivity a lot? Like, is it annoying? No, I no. love his positivity. Okay. He has changed my life in such a like, uh, like insane way that like, I don't know if there's ever a conversation that'll be had about like how much being friends with Michael has changed my life and wow. like the way that he thinks about things. Hey, thank and, you. And like his positive, like, I don't know. I think that like, like, dude, I think about like today, I had a really shitty day, had a fucking awful day. Everything was going wrong. Everything was terrible. And I was like, you know what? I get to go have a really cool podcast with my good friends and I get to have a good time. And I learned that from Michael, you know, because yeah. <laughs> I spent, I mean, I laughed so hard about you saying you're a maniac in your twenties. That was the exact same way. Yeah. And it's like now being in my thirties, I'm kind of learning to like be an adult and like not be like so fucking nuts. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that like, it's great. And I think that there are people, I mean, we've talked about it, people that find his positivity hella annoying and say that yeah. it's too much and it's overbearing, but fuck those people. One of the yeah, weird exactly. pillars of this, of this podcast, I must say this Instagram, this podcast is uh, it getting back to me that someone said that me being positive is kind of annoying. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, and I almost toned it down and I almost like took it as like, well, this person's really smart and this person is like, got a lot going on in their life. So maybe I should take a lesson from them and just kind of turn it down. And then I was like, fuck that. And then no. I turned it all the yeah, way Yeah, I was going to say, like, we, we touched on this, like, talking about, like, surrounding yourself with the right people. Like, I have been very fortunate, like, in my life right now, I have a lot of people that just aren't judgmental. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're around people that, like, let you, and everyone fucking says this, like, let you do you, your world is a lot different right and like i am positive but i'm not trying to make people a positive person right if someone that's just not how they roll like word i'm real interested that, to see i'm real to see how they go about life you know what i mean i'm like cool you don't need to be a positive person like let me just see how you fuck with life and i'll just learn from them right because yeah. again i do things a certain way doesn't mean that everyone else needs to do them that same way and You're again like i've said this so many times like i am so obsessed with different people in different walks of life like i love spending time with people that are way different than me like there's nothing more satisfying to me than that, yeah. right? So it's like, yeah, well, you and I are positive vibe warriors, you know what I mean? But like not everyone, <laughs> not everyone needs to be that, you know? And you gotta yeah. be okay with that too. <laughs> the crazy thing is how infectious a positive mindset can be. Yeah, like not. no matter what, you're just like, it's cool. Everything's gonna work out. And that just attaches to somebody else, attaches to somebody else. And it's that butterfly effect, of course, yeah. where you keep going about your day and it's, it's okay. It's your mind state, boom, boom, boom. And everybody's like, I like that guy. Keep that guy around. Yeah. That's the thing joke. that's interesting too is negativity works the same way. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. And oh, yeah. what it does is it, instead of you pushing, 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 it drags you down. Yeah. And I have yeah. watched negativity swallow a group of people up before. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's swallowed everybody up before, it but that's yeah. how you keyword the discipline of your mind. That's how you kind of control that and you can actually surface through it all. Yeah. Um, 100%. That's pretty much it. Yeah. You're a smart dude, Adam. I fuck with you. Mm, I don't know. And I think too, you, you brought up a really, really interesting point. And this is something that I've learned over with the podcast for the last year. Not everyone is as positive as I am and that's okay. Right. And you can learn from someone that just like, they just operate differently. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just like, they don't live in a world where we need to like rah, rah, cheerleader positive all the time. Right. And that's okay. hundred percent. And those people yeah. in my life, I've learned from them and it's just all about growing and it's all about holding up each other and uplifting each other and just supporting people and learning from people and right. That's everything. hundred percent. Like not everyone needs to be like you let people just do exactly what they want to do and perceive the world they want to. Again, it's just, I'm so fascinated by that. Like when I meet people that I'm just like, you think way different than me. Like I'm obsessed with that when I'm in a conversation like that, yeah. you know what I mean? And again, like I don't, 
just like in anything, I don't need to force myself on someone to be like, you need to be like this to make your life easier. Like, I don't fucking know, right? Yeah. Is being positive gonna make someone's life better? Like maybe, but you don't know, right? Like everyone's got their own shit of how they go about life. So totally. let them fuck with it. I think this is the longest on in podcasts, <laughs> this show's history that we spent on one question. What was the question that kicked this whole shit off? I don't lasso. Know. Who fucking knows? Yeah, we were Who talking f- about Lasso, but honestly, like, I think that like this is the most important podcast we've ever done. Like, yeah. shout out to everybody that's like been on this on this show and like done this shit with us because it's been all of them are fucking amazing. But like this particular thing, it's like I feel like there's people that like legitimately could listen to this. It could change their life. Oh like, wow, yeah. Like I think that like that's super important because there's a lot of people. It blows my mind when I like like make friends and I get to know people on like a deeper level and knowing the influences and like the all the um you know outside voices that have been in their head and how they've never had anybody in their life that'll tell them these things that like mm-hmm. we all know and we've like grown to understand and we've grown to love um so just hearing the shit that all of us have said i think is going to be super important to yeah that's fucking mind. rad dude like that's a big thing for me like when people spend time with me like what are they walking away with right and like the fact that you're throwing out shit like that like that means a lot to me you know what i mean because like, and it's me, the truth yeah, because like for me to like spend time doing this, like it's tough because I'm such an introvert, right? Like there's nothing else I'd rather be doing than like smoking weed and like just fucking writing or reading in my room or playing a record. So to like for me to come to this and do something like this, like it's not it's not an easy thing for me, right? Like I actually have to think about it and be like, it's for Manorino. Fuck it, let's go. But it just like, yeah. So again, like that means a lot, dude. I appreciate We're it. grateful that you're here. Yeah, and remember, I should have been in here. bed like two hours ago. So the fact that like- <laughs> And fuck sleep. Yeah, yeah. God, no. That's you're gonna sleep different. like a sweet angel baby. I'm gonna sleep so good tonight. It's not even funny. Okay, let's, so it's funny. Looking at the back end of these questions, we kind of covered everything with yeah. without asking. Perfect. But let's kind of just like blow through some of the quick stuff. Can you water bottle? Yeah, of course. Sorry. Water bottle? I drink uh, a shit ton of water. So anyone that's looking to get into surfing, I think this is a very important thing. You and I are always going to encourage people to get in the water. You're always going to encourage me to get in the water. I think it's the thing you ride me the hardest about. Let's do some surfing do's and don'ts. If you want to get in the water, what does Adam recommend? And what do you especially not recommend? That's tough. I I think to start, like if you want to get in the water, get in the water. Right. And I feel like this is a big thing. Again, I'm trying to do it last. So like, I'm not trying to bring it back to my company and promote it, but again, it's just like relevant. Like, surf the way you want to surf. Like my one piece of advice is like, maybe go with someone that's been before, right? Cause there's totally. all this like written like surf etiquette and rules, but like dues are like, if you feel compelled to go surf, like go surf, right? I don't have any don'ts other than like, be respectful to the ocean and people around you. Yeah, You know what I mean? So it's like, just go, right? Just fucking do it, you know? And like have fun with it. If you don't, you're on to the next thing, totally. you know? So again, it's just like, go do it. You're going to learn a shit ton. You hopefully have a beautiful experience. Don'ts like, I don't want to tell anyone don't do anything. You know what I mean? I just want to tell people to do stuff as opposed to not doing. So again, go do it, have fun, maybe speak to someone that has gone before and then just go for it. Surfing is the coolest. Like it's, it's such yeah. a, and even if, yeah, if you pick it up and put it down, I know a lot of people who picked it up and put it down right. and that's okay. But at least you have like that one experience. Right. And even like with that one experience, like I guess that is one thing like I like to convey is that like surfing is like a lifelong journey right? Like you're not going to pick it up right away. And like, even when you do pick it up, you may see people that surf a certain way. And then you want to start surfing that way. And it's like, no, dude, you know what I mean? Like it's your journey and your path to surf the way you want to surf. Right. So again, like just do it. Don't, I don't know. I can tell one don't do anything. Is there an, uh, an unspoken rule for surfing? Like per se in bowling, you don't bowl 
when the person's right next to you? So you let them bowl, then you bowl after? Is there anything like that? So that's a great question. So like I am starting like with the company, like this really rad profile series called Voyagers. Um, and the first woman that I interviewed was this amazing woman named Lizelle Jackson. She's co-founder <clears throat> of this organization called Color the Water, which is all about bringing people from like inner cities and different cultures into surfing that have felt intimidated to do it. Right. And we actually got on the point of what you're talking about. There is this whole like kind of written, not written, like unwritten roles of surf etiquette, like never show up with more than three people. The person on inside of you has that wave, but like her and I got really deep into it. Like when you look at those roles, it's for like cis white males to have more waves, right? So there is these unwritten roles, but like oddly enough, it's for like gatekeepers to protect waves for themselves when it's like, yes, there is like safety out there. There is this, there is those unwritten roles, but again, like you're a smart dude, right? You'll see what's available. <laughs> yeah. Like just be mindful. Right. But all those unwritten rules, like I am just so done subscribing to those. Right. Because like, how do you put rules on surfing? Right. Yeah. Like, it's weird to me that that exists. Yeah. It's like you're trying to put structure into something that's literally. You're trying to structure and it just comes from gatekeepers, in my opinion. Yeah. Again, they, they say it's like for safety. Like if it's for safety, like actually take the time to teach someone those as opposed to being like, oh, you don't know that kook? Like, fuck off my wave, you know? So like there is, but like I don't subscribe to them. And it's just like, again, just go surf, be mindful, be respectful. Hope you have a dope experience. I think surfing <laughs> is a very in. Uh, it's a very intuitive thing. And if you have eyeballs and you have ears and you can observe what's going on, it's very easy to figure out what's going on. Yeah. But to have this like weird archaic thing in the lineup where it's like, well, this person goes next and this person goes. And like, I've never heard, it's really interesting to hear you say that because I've never heard it explained that way. And I'm like, holy shit, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because when I initially got into surfing as a teenager, I was all of those rules were beaten into me yeah. by the old heads, but it was all older white dudes, older white dudes who were like, you wait behind us. We get the dope waves and then you're up. Yeah. And like, again, it's just like, I, there's, you don't, you, you gotta be respectful and mindful, but again, it's just like, I don't know. It's so weird to me to put rules on surfing. That just seems like an oxymoron to me. Yeah. I completely right? agree. Like it's such a form of self-expression. Like, I don't know. It's weird to put rules on it. Right. Yeah. I think that uh, a lot of like soul surfers and a lot of people that like do it because they love it are creative people. I think it, like you, you, I'm not saying that there isn't like an investment banker or there isn't an accountant or whatever that like fucks with surfing and that's how they yeah. kind of express themselves. But by and large, I feel like most surfers are very creative people. Yeah. Because like, I mean, it was like, at least in like, <clears throat> yeah, it was a counterculture thing here for a while. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was started you know in in the hawaiian islands where it was just for pure joy and ecstasy right like they had that it was a part of their culture and it was theirs and they had that joint ecstasy you know years later decades later generations later it kind of became this counterculture thing you know here in the states but you're right like most people you meet that are surfing like they tend to view the world in a different way yeah right and i feel like creative people that's really what it comes down to they're viewing the world in their own way and not really subscribing to what they see in society at large. Totally. So of course, you know what I mean? Like there tends to be a lot more creative people out there because that's, to me, that's what it is. Again, going back, you're dancing with something much larger than yourself and you're expressing yourself in front of that something that's much larger than yourself, right? And most creative people know how to express themselves. Very right? beautifully said. So, uh, Are there any big future plans for surfing, tattoos, and lasso? Surfing, tattoos, and lasso. For surfing and lasso combined, 
big trip to Japan and France next year because those are two markets I'm trying to break into. And that's for sure. Like you've already, it's it's happening. It's happening for sure. Not booked, but like those are for sure happening. Yo, that's really dope. Yeah. Because- I think surfing in Japan is like, I, I can't even wrap my head around how incredible that must be. I can't imagine. I've never been there before. I feel like Japan's going to be a place again, going back to me saying like, I'm trying to find places that are getting me back home. I feel like Japan's just going to make a fuck ton of sense to me. Yeah. Right. And like, from what I've seen of the culture, what I've heard about it, I just like cannot wait. And like, I tell my wife is I'm going just to make friends, right. To start a company. I just want to like, again, meet people that are born and raised that surf in Japan and just be like, what do they fuck with? You know what I mean? Introduce the brand, like see if they like it or not. I have a feeling they are to be honest, for a few different reasons. But again, just going to go to make friends and just meet people and see how how they surf. Because that's a big thing for me. Like, again, surfing isn't a monolith. I'm trying to find different cultures, the way, like those routines we're talking about. Like, what is all that? You know? So yeah, surfing and lasso, those are two things for next year. Tattoos, fuck. I, I mean, I think of tattoos every single day. You know oh, I mean? Yeah. It's hard for me not to text you <laughs> at least like once a week and be like, yo, time for this tattoo, Do time it. for that I w- tattoo. I wish you would. Yeah. I mean, the next one I want to get... <laughs> Yeah. I think like, well, there's like the biggest one I want to get because like a big thing for me this year too is chop wood, carry water. Like yeah, you yeah, and I yeah. talked about that. Yeah. You guys heard that before? Chop wood, carry water. It kind of stems What'd from just me? like, what's up? What'd you call me? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, just this notion of like chopping wood, carrying water, right? Going back, like it's one thing to have like big creative ideals and have this vision, but like you have to chop wood and carry water, right? There's these daily things you have to do every single day to actually execute that vision. Right. So I love the idea of just getting like a hand chopping wood and someone holding a pail of water to remind me like it's cool to have a big vision. But remember, you have to chop wood and carry water to actually bring that to life. Yeah. You know, so like that one would be sick. I think the other one I really want is the palm tree with lightning, because like fun fact, like all my creative work when I'm writing, I'm always staring at a palm tree. I don't know what it is. When I stare at a palm tree, I'm able just to open myself up in a way and I'm just able to write. And that's why I'm thinking the ideal of lightning hitting a palm tree, that's kind of how it goes for me in my kind of creative pursuits, yeah. you know? So again, that reminder of that would be sick. You are really good at um, doing tattoos that are deeply meaningful to you without it being corny. Should I get over that? Should I just start blasting anything that doesn't mean shit? I think that like you're, you, you found a sweet spot. That yeah, don't leave it. a lot of people have it. a hard time with. Like there's people that like, oh my fucking God, dude. I mean, I'm sure Michael can speak on this more, but like some people's meaningful tattoos are the fucking goofy as shit yes like, truly it's like well check it out yeah, he's like yo what are you yeah, talking sorry, about sorry dog um, <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm right like, next to you man yeah it's just like like i don't know like the, the idea where you're like all right but like let me combine these 30 ideas and i have to make them all make sense type shit and it's just like dude all right like fuck off with all that but yeah um yeah i mean i think that everything you were talking about right there it's those are a cool imagery that mm. i think is fucking tight to have a tattoo on your body but b it's like it also means something to you. It's not like, yeah, yeah I'm going to get this dream catcher and then it's going to have every color of every person I've ever met's fucking birthstone. And then like, it'll cross this way because like, this is meaningful. This one time on the street, I live and it's like, dude, fuck off. All right. Yeah. Like yeah. I can see all like, it's like diluted there. Right. You're like, what, wait, what part means what means what to you? But like, again, like I'm almost on the opposite tip now. I'm like, I should just fucking start blasting. Like you can, you know what I mean? I'm like, instead of like having these kind of like bigger pieces that like mean something to me. Right. Like, Tattooing is just such a beautiful way of self-expression. Like I'm not always a meaningful person. Sometimes just do shit to do shit. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, I don't know. Let's talk. You got some ideals for me? Uh, Yeah. I like that you, it's not that it's like extremely literal, but it's like you, that's, this is also how you express yourself and it's very meaningful to you. Yeah. But I kind of can see it around the corner. It starts to happen where you're just like, I just want cool shit. 
and just like, I just want art. So just put it on me. Right. And that's what you'll do is you'll go into that station and then you'll go back to meaningful. Right. Cause that's where I'm getting now where it's like the last tattoo I got was very meaningful to me. The, the discipline of the mind thing. Like it's like, I want it like tomorrow. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting this. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm getting that one too. You're going to, you know, hook it up. We'll tattoo each other. Yeah, I'm down. Wait, can Sick. we all get them? Sure. I'd fucking get that for sure. Okay. Something yeah, I don't even remember saying. Just fucking yeah, blast it. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen, I'll do it for free. Ooh, that's on video. That's <laughs> no, on video. I don't. I don't. I don't give a yeah. fuck. Yeah, I'll happily do it for free. Um, uh, I think it's interesting to the shop to manager about that. I don't know if he's okay with it. Man, whatever. He's uh, the shop I, manager, I own right? The joint, yeah. So it's all good. <laughs> he's like, deal. Fuck that guy. My girl's yeah. fuck the shop. Manager. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shop manager ain't telling me shit. Wait, what is it? Discipline of the mind. Discipline yeah. of the okay. mind. Yeah, I love it. I love those words together. Wow. Uh, it's funny too, you, how you brought up the Japan thing. Um, yeah. I've noticed there are cultures. Uh, Italy, obviously I'm Italian, uh, is a peninsula. People with a relationship with water. Japan is an island. People with a relationship with water. And uh, again, as Pisces, we're drawn to it. Yeah. And we're drawn to cultures that have a relationship with water. Mm-hmm. It's fucking beautiful. It's crazy, right? Uh, we need to respect the ocean. We need to take care of the ocean. Don't fucking litter. Don't do stupid shit to the ocean. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to say about respecting the ocean? I think here's the biggest thing about respecting the ocean, and it goes with respecting fucking everything. Respect yourself first, right? Like you Hell meet people. Yeah. Like when I meet people that respect themselves they tend to have this air of respect in everything they do, right? So even before like, oh, how do I respect the ocean? Like if you have to ask that question, let's go back a step and let's have you respect yourself first, right? So again, it's easy, like don't litter trash, don't do this, but like more important, just take the time to respect yourself, right? Because if you start respecting yourself, you're just going to be a more respectful person. You know what I mean? So like, again, like, yeah, of course, there's obvious things. Don't throw trash, you know, make something better than how you found it. But for me, it's just like, learn how to respect yourself. Because things start becoming a lot different once you start having that respect. That's a fucking jewel if I've ever heard one. Really? Sometimes we have rec- we, we record this pod and it's just like fact after fact, jewel after jewel. You've been dropping them tonight. Oh, really? I am very impressed with all of this. Interesting. It's oh. been, yeah, just fire one after the other. Is Quickly it? now, before we get to your master <laughs> magical mystery question. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. My favorite part of this, everyone's favorite part. Your favorite beach, running trail, and flavor of sparkling water. Mm. <laughs> let's start. Let's start with sparkling water. Topo Chico, hands down. Topo Chico hits every fucking yes. time, right? Like my older brother and I were Boo. both huge. Oh, hater? boo, hater. I'm not a big. It. I'm not a big fan of it. What's Why? your What's your move then? Um, popcorn. Give it to the next person. I gotta think. All right. See, I lo- <laughs> this again. This is what I love. People that don't agree with me, like I want to talk with you specifically now. Like I can learn so much from you right now. Like hit me. What do you got? What's your favorite? Spark- I did, don't, get popcorn. Give it to the next person. <laughs> Give me a second. What about you? Topo Chico's Topo Chico. Topo Chico. I had one with my sandwich for dinner. I think Topo Chico like has executed like quality at scale. Like every Topo Chico I get, like it has that like daggers on my throat. Yes, you it know tastes what I mean? exactly the same. And there is something about a Topo. Okay, so I used to work in Venice, right? And oh, I worked. On Rose Avenue, <laughs> yeah. and it was the shit. Yeah, it's fucking sick, dude. Yeah. Fucking Burning Man. Um, but like, <laughs> Burn. like, my my favorite part about working in Venice was walking down Rose Avenue, drinking a Topo Chico, being able to see the water, being yeah. able to like smell like all the good smells. The sun over there, for some reason, doesn't hurt. It's like it's like nice. Yeah. It's fucking solid. That is, I mean, I'm sure you can go through my Twitter and my Instagram, and I've posted nine million times. Like, there's nothing like. 
just like walking down Rose Avenue in Venice and just fucking drinking a good Topo Chico and vibing. I love the dude. I love people that like find that, that beauty and that simplicity. Like I'm the same way. Like my wife kind of always calls me out on it. Like we're eating like Irish fries and I'm like, man, we're so lucky to be alive right now eating Irish fries. You know what I mean? So like, that's so rad to me that you're like, all that takes is me like holding the Topo Chico, looking at the ocean, running down Rose, right? Like that tells me so much about you and I fucking love it. Um, but Topo Chico, favorite beach to surf or favorite beach just to like fucking post? Just in general. <laughs> um, brother, <laughs> that's a loaded gun. I was going to say, yeah, dude, you're going you're gonna to get a lot out of me that. Uh, it's got to be, hour, baby. it's got to be this beach. Sorry, this sounds bougie, but it's fucking true. There's, I, I love the South of France. I've been fortunate enough to spend a lot of time in Cannes. And there's this really rad bar everyone calls Gutter Bar. Because like it's that place from 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. where everyone's sending it. There's a public beach right in front of it. And again, going back to like what I keep talking about, like there's certain places I go to and I feel like I'm at home. For some reason, that public beach in the south of France in front of Gutter Bar, I just sit down in that sand and it's just, I'm in a different place, Yeah. right? And I fucking love that beach. It's a thing for me, being at that beach with a Turkish towel, right? And just like hanging. Um, so that's got to be my favorite beach. It's a public beach in the south of France in front of Gutter Bar. Uh, you've brought up something and like we're talking about this with Tobo Chico. By the way, Tobo Chico, Tobo sponsor Chico. this podcast. I've heard it's not that hard. I will make, I'll, I'll send an email. We sent Tobo an email. Chico, yeah. Tobo I Chico. used to work in sales. If you guys need help getting that across the line, let me know. Absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> so whether it be the beach in France, Corey drinking Topo Chico, I think to circle back what we were talking about earlier, the most important thing for like happiness, positivity, and in my opinion, helping yourself emotionally and mentally, being in the moment. Yeah, for sure. Because you're enjoying that moment because you're with your beautiful wife, you're eating Irish fries, the sun's out, you feel good. <laughs> Nothing else matters. No. So if you can just be in the moment, and and I tell try to tell people really, really, really quite often, if you want to find happiness, just live in the moment. Right. That's really all it takes. That's, that's it, it is. Just yeah. enjoy, even if it's just drinking a Topo Chico or it's just a bunch of dudes having a conversation or dudes. It, the thing that made my tattooing exponentially better is I turned off everything else and I just sat in the moment and only shared conversation with that person. Yeah. It's, it's the, the entire creation of this podcast is how can I take that moment and put it in a recorded format. Yeah, I'm always like so thankful for those moments. You know what I mean? Like you said, like if you can find that kind of peace and that happiness, just like walking down to Topo Chico, like whenever I come across those for my own, I'm just like, I'm so thankful to like be alive right now because I get to experience this. Like whether it's something grand or something small, I'm just like, holy shit, like I'm so thankful for it. So yeah, be in the moment, appreciate it, be thankful that the creator, God, whatever you believe in, like let you have that moment because like, you know, there's just so many people that don't get to enjoy that. Like, don't get to be able to afford to buy a glass bottle of sparkling water. That's like, what, four fucking five bucks, whatever it is, yeah. you know? So it's like just being appreciated, being in that moment. Um, so that's favorite beach. Cool. Good answer. Favorite running trail. Not a trail. It's a street. Do you all know that street Pershing? That's like on the backside of LAX. Like when the plans are taking off. You go over these like kind of dunes. Oh yeah, I totally do. It's a street called Pershing. And like when I was training for a marathon last year, I was like running that street a lot. And like if you get it at the right time, like super early in the morning or kind of later at night, it's kind of like last person on earth feeling. Cool. Right? Like that street does get crowded every then, but for the most part, it's not. And like, I just love that, right? I'm such an introvert. I love being by myself. I love solitude. So like that street at the right time of day, I'm just like, there's nothing that else that exists. And it's always just this like magical stretch of about like two and a half miles. I fucking love it. 
Amazing. never gets old to me. Do you want people to go run that trailer? Or do you not want it to be full of? No, people? I want people to fuck with it for sure. I hope Hell people yeah. get to like experiencing that. You know what I mean? Like have that feeling of it. You know. <laughs> No, no gatekeeping, no, no gatekeeping, dude. Yeah. Nah, no man. Like, let people do what they want to do where they want to do it. You know. Hell yeah. All right. Before we get to your magical mystery question, serve it up. Tell everyone. <clears throat> not that this was about you selling your brand, but <clears throat> if any surfers watch this, if people love this super sick acid western hat, yeah, this cool shirt that you have on, how can people support Lasso? Look into the camera. Tell them what to do and how to support your brand because it's fucking dope, and I believe in it, and I think other people should too. If there's surfers watching this, the way you support this brand is don't be a gatekeeper of any wave. You know what I mean? Just like be, again, an open door in the world of infinite walls that is surfing right now, right? To support Lasso, lassosurf.com, at lassosurf, all the regular. Follow along. We're trying to do something really fucking cool with it. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, All right. Well, let's get to it. Let's do a magical mystery question. Is this a grab bag or like... Uh, I, I tailor them to every single person. Genius. Okay. It's, it's going to be hectic. Also, liquid death or Perrier with lime? That's your answer? Yeah. Perrier, like, do you add the lime or do you buy the no, lime? No, it has the one with lime. Has but one. if I have lime on me, I'm adding the lime. Yeah, I love a good Perrier too. Those little those little slims. Yeah. Those are what's up. Those are easier to carry than Topo Chico ones. Little right? Bit. Topo Chico, if you're buying a couple, you get that clank when it fits in the bag. Those little guys, you can fucking pocket that shit, dude. Yeah, living the dream. I like I the Perrier better than the. Fucking tell what you got to yeah, I, honestly, I'm so glad that I have. I buy the tall bottle, oh, it's great. and I I'll drink like half of it in the beginning of the night, and then half of it before I go to bed. Of the Chico, what a treat! Of oh, the delicious always, Topo Chico, it's so delicious. <laughs> All right, mystery question. Let's fucking ride. So let's say <clears throat> that it's in the news. People are talking to you about it. It's a whole ass thing. The greatest swell ever. Like it is just like unprecedented. People are coming up to you and they're like, yo, this crazy swell is coming. And like, we'll just say in a way where it's almost like if you're green at surfing or someone like myself who like hasn't gotten in the water in a cool minute, like people are like, yo, hang back. Like, like come and check it out and come and support. But like these waves might be a little too gnarly for you. Okay. Okay. And you get out there and you park your car, you get your wetsuit on, you got your lasso leash, you're like ready to rock and roll. And the waves are just like fucking beautiful, pristine. The sickest, most just incredible waves you've ever seen. Okay? This build up, yo. But let's just say that you're just watching motherfuckers get hammered. Yeah. A lot of people are going in and losing their board. Boards are getting snapped. People are coming out of the water being like, yo, that shit really kicked my ass. Yeah. Okay. You get in the water. You're getting ready. The time has come. Okay? You catch that wave. And for whatever reason, you just feel it closing in on you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're under the water. Yeah. And things are spinning around all crazy. And you're like, motherfuck, this is how I die. I can't believe it. Everything's spinning around you. You don't know which way's up. You're stressed. You're scared. You almost feel a little at peace. But it's all good. Yeah. Next thing you know, you wake up in a cave. And you're like, what the fuck? Like this, I was surfing and it was like the greatest swell time has ever known. And a mermaid comes up out of the water (laughs) and is like, yo, Adam, we know about you. We know how much you respect the ocean. We know how much you respect surfing. We know how much you respect yourself. We want you to come live with us in Atlantis. We can give you this magic potion 
and you'll become a person, and you'll live in a world free of sadness, anger, jealousy. We just love and respect the ocean all day long. We swim amongst the animals. We smoke seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, now you got me. Smoking seaweed. You do all these things like your life will be perfect. You will never worry. You will never feel sadness. And you'll get to see all of the true delights that are at the bottom of the ocean that no human will ever understand. Castles and creatures and things that your Sand eyes... Castles. Sand castles. Acid castles. <laughs> yeah, acid castles. Things that your <laughs> mind cannot comprehend now. But just know either you're going to walk to the other side of that cave and you're going to be back in the beach or you're going to take the potion and come with us. But it's got to be one or the other. There's no going backwards. The motion uh, of the potion. The there's ocean. no fucking way I'm taking that potion. <laughs> That's like you like, there's no fucking way. Like I don't, we, we've talked about this. I don't want to live in a world where like everyone's doing the same thing and everyone's on the same exact fucking trip. But I'm not saying everyone's doing the same thing. I'm I, just saying that it is a paradise. I, I'd rather live in like a non-paradise place, to be honest. You know, I kind of choose to live where like it's not, per again, like I get it. It makes perfect sense, right? Like maybe in time in my life, I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah. Let's go live in Atlantis. But like, I don't know. I kind of want to have both worlds. And if you're going to tell me I got to be stuck with these mermaids and mermen, like that is people, mer people. I'm sure they're beautiful people. Like I can't wait to meet them, but like, no way. I, I need more than that. I can't just be stuck down there with them. I need to be like, I need some more grit. It doesn't feel creative. It doesn't feel like gritty. That's another good way of putting it. No, nah, it just feels like I'm living in like a Disney movie and like, I love Disney movies, but like not the place for me. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Like very that's inspired not, by Hans Christian Anderson's. Yeah. Movie. That's not, that's not, that's not the world for me as much as it may seem like, yo, here's this Pisces that loves surfing. Like, nah, man, like I need, I need some more grit. I need some streets. I need mountains. I need diversity of people. I can't just fucking There's kick. no palm trees down there for him to stare at. That's so true. Yeah, right. There's like no tattoos down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe there is. You don't know. Yeah, actually, um, they might look like a whale bone or something. But again, just Chico's. to. Yeah, no Tobo Chico's. That's that alone, like out. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, just to like really hammer this home, like absolutely not. Am okay. I taking that potion? Uh, let me ask you, what would, let's say that you just say <clears throat> what you said to the mer to the mermaid. To the oh, mer this person? is live. Yeah. And they say, fucking loser. And then they go into the water. Right. What would be the next words out of your mouth? Nothing. I just go back. You'd be like, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't like talk shit on them. I'd be like, no, <laughs> dude. Like, I wish you didn't feel that way. Cause I would love to like have this go between where I can spend more time with you. But like, if it's like that, then it's like that. Not my people. He just walks away talking. She's like, oh, Mark ass mermaid. Yeah, dude. If like, if that's like their, if that's how they're doing it. Ultimatums. Not my fucking people. Oh, <laughs> straight up. Right. If they're like giving me that shit, you know, like. Not who I want to spend time with. Okay. Last question. Hit me. How bummed would you be if, okay, so then you're like, you know what? Respectfully, person, it's not for me. And they're like, we get it. We understand it's not for everybody. We'll see you around. And as you are walking out of the cave and you are like going to your car and you're going to take your, your wetsuit <laughs> off and all that stuff, you realize that in the process of you being hammered by that wave that you've shit inside your wetsuit. Ooh. How bummed would you be on a scale of one to 10? Of like, this was the closing of this experience. Of yes, exactly. To, to I can't think of a better ending to this experience. <laughs> that you've shit in your wetsuit? In my wetsuit. Like, isn't that complete the whole picture? Like, yo, listen to my day, dude. Like, I got fucking, <laughs> like, attacked by mermaids that were like, come live with us or not. Nah. And I was like, whoa, slow down. And then I get back to the lot and I shit myself. I just think, I'm just thinking about you, like being so mentally focused on like, yo, I can't wait, I just saw a fucking mermaid. Yeah. And then like you get back and like, it's like zip and I, God, it smells kind of fucking weird out here. 
Oh, what the fuck? Wetsuit oh, just full of shit. Dude, Absolutely full yeah, of shit. Yeah, I would like, of course, like probably never wear that wetsuit again, but it might be like retiring the jersey. You know what I mean? Like I might put that one up. Put up in the rafters. In the Hall yeah. of Fame because I remember like I shit myself because I was just talking to mermaids for like hours. Would you host it off or would you let it be all shitty inside? That's a good question. Yeah. Like that you frame. <laughs> that's you a good frame question. It right? and just all- fucking good question. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the fucking question, right? Because like you don't want to hang it up in your home. You'd have some shitty wetsuit. Like you could put it in a frame and then please wash that thing off. I mean, but like yeah, there could be like, some magic in there. Like he, my, my, my man yeah. caught a wave, got hammered by it, shit himself, right. had a conversation with a mermaid and then walked back to his Epic car. fucking day, by the way. Like sign me up for that immediately. Like, yeah. I mean, like my wife should be like, yo, if you're going to bring that in the house, you got to wash it. And like I would, but like, wouldn't mind a couple like crusty stains. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know I mean, like whatever. Would you, you be know? kind of mad if it was a brand new wetsuit, like first day out? No, I'd probably like reach out to that brand and be like, yo, <laughs> like listen to this story of this wetsuit. Like, can we talk and do some more shit together? And they would be like, damn, that's crazy. Yo, this guy's fucking yeah, yeah, but like, dude, this, this guy's guy talking about himself. shitting and mermaids and stuff. Um, yeah, no, I'd keep it for sure. I'd be really stoked that I did that. And yeah, I'd be like, that was an awesome day. Let me just go smoke weed and chill at home after that. You know? Okay. Well, good news. The podcast is done. You can smoke weed and chill. Bedtime. Adam, thank you for being here. It was awesome. You, you guys so are much, rad. Dude. I yeah. love it. Um, 60 minutes over. Everyone out there, support Lasso. Support each other. Yeah. Respect yourselves. Take care of yourselves. Discipline of the I mind. I cannot thank you enough, yeah, for being here. And I really appreciate it. And like I said, for everyone out there, support Lasso. This is actually a really dope brand. Um, I, we're not getting sponsorship or some crazy shit. This is just two homies supporting each other appreciate because we it. love each other and because we're friends. And this is what friends do each other for each other. Love it. Last I just want to thank everyone. What are you gonna say? I was like last high five or no? Oh yeah. Oh no. We're gonna do it at the end. Oh okay. Um. Okay. Two things. I'm gonna look in the camera. I'm gonna say goodbye to everyone, and I want you to think of one last really weird thing you want to say. Like just don't be like discipline of the mind or don't shit in your wetsuit. Like oh, I got it. Really, really send it. Oh, he's already got it. Already got it. To everyone out there in podcast land, I want to thank you for listening and watching this. This has been a very, very special episode to me. Uh, I think positivity is a wonderful thing. And the whole point of this podcast and my tattooing and my career is to spread positivity into the world. So to everyone out there, keep doing it. Stay positive. Love each other. Be tatted. Stay tatted. Keep listening to this podcast. Keep supporting us so we can keep spreading positivity in the world. This wonderful podcast is produced by Grits and Gravy. Fuck yeah, Grits. Let's hear it. AKA producer Corey Dunn and producer DJ Michael <laughs> Miguel. I love you both very much. Our hectic theme love song you. is by Javi. Uh, shout out Javi. Your girlfriend was here earlier. Fucking crazy. <laughs> the stupid Cupid does it again, baby. Here we are. Los Angeles matchmaker. You better watch out. Whatever the other lady killing is it. killing it. Absolutely killing it. Uh, I guess that's everything. And now, Oh, We'll be off for a week. I'm sorry. I'll be tattooing in other states. But when we come back, we're going to hit it extra hard. And then Zach Taylor is going to be here. And it's going to be fucking He surfs, hectic. right? Yes, he's really good at surfing, too. Just saying. He's a crusher. That- God damn, is he attractive. Is he? Holy good looking dude. Holy shit. shit. Awesome. And he has the gnarliest six pack I've ever seen in my entire really? life. Really? It Like in Step Brothers, when dude lifts up his shirt, it looks like that. So I haven't had carbs since 2006. Right? He hasn't. Although he's like <laughs> drinking a Heineken in that scene. Yes. Like, uh, sorry, a little bit of a plot hole there. 
He's like, I've never had a car, but like Holen Heineken. I'm like, um. He's picking up plot holes and stuff, but this is so good. I love yeah, this. dude. I that love that we're rounding off man. this with yeah. a how is that possible for the movie Step Brothers? Right. Adam, thank you again for being here. I appreciate you, lovely. bro. Yeah. Now's your chance. Say something, and then we're going to high five. Be groovy or leave. Hell yeah. That go. was really good. <laughs> Bye, everyone. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. I love you. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Cool.